0: What's up, mortals? This is Awesome Myths and Monsters, here to learn you a thing or two. In this episode, I'll be telling the story of two gods from Japanese mythology, Izanagi and Izanami. This one starts out with one of the first gods, Kuninoto Kotachi, who grew from something resembling a reed. Now, this has got to be one of my favorite descriptions of mythology, because I imagine people just being like, yeah, I don't know, it looked like a reed. No, it, it obviously wasn't a reed, gods just don't crawl out of fucking reeds, it was different... How am I supposed to know where the universe comes from? Maybe it was a reed, maybe it just looked like one, okay? So, Kuninoto Kotachi creates two gods. Izanagi, who is male, and Izanami, who is female. This is important, strict gender roles in play. They were given a holy spear, and they used it to churn the ocean like butter. They churned so much that the island Onigoro Shima was created, and they decided to live there. While living there, they decided they wanted to bang and get married, I guess. So they built this big-ass pillar, and each had to walk around it from opposite sides. When they met, Izanami calls out to greet Izanagi. The ritual is completed, and they're married. They get right to Bangin, because they immediately make a child. This one's called Heruko, aka the Leech Child, and he's called this because he either had no bones, or he just had no arms and legs. So the two deities just like, put him on a boat and ship him off to sea so they don't have to deal with him. Haruko does eventually become the God of Fishermen, so I guess he turns out okay. The couple goes to the other gods, asking what they did wrong. The other gods didn't immediately go to the whole boat thing where they abandoned their child, or point out the fact that they're essentially brother and sister, so of course the kid would be deformed. No, what went wrong was that the woman dared to speak out of turn. When they circled the pillar, Izanami spoke first, and that's just wrong, so it cursed the whole marriage. Like, curse on you, curse on your family, curse on your cow. So the other gods tell them that they have to redo the ceremony and Izanagi has to speak first like a man and everything will be fine. So that's exactly what they do. Everyone knows a successful marriage isn't an equal partnership, it's one where the woman knows her place, of course. Now that the marriage is back on track, they can get to baby making. Izanami gives birth to the main eight islands of Japan, which I guess islands are upgrades over boneless children. They have a bunch more kids just popping out gods left and right. However, just like real life, it's a baby that causes the downfall of the relationship. Izanami is pregnant with Kagetsuchi, the god of fire, literally being the embodiment of fire, and he burns his mother from the inside out, causing her death. She gets buried under Mount Hibu, and Izanagi is pissed. So for revenge, he goes to his newborn baby, cuts its head off, and then chops his body, body into eight pieces. Wherever he spreads those pieces, they become the eight volcanoes. Izanagi's all depressed and crying, which actually doesn't sound like he's being much of a man in this story. He goes to Yomi, the underworld, to look for his wife. He finds her in the shadows and begs her to return with him. Their gods, after all, fuck the rules. Who says you have to stay dead? She says she can't, she ate food of the underworld, and is now stuck there. If that, founds- if that sounds familiar, it's probably because you know the story of Persephone and Hades, and why Persephone couldn't leave the hu- underworld. I did an episode on that, if you haven't already, go listen to it, it's great, I'm fucking great at this. So Izanagi's all upset, and he's like, no, something's not right. He lights his comb on fire to use as a torch. Turns out that death isn't good for the skin. is all rotting, covered in maggots, and really just gross. She was really playing the angles before, using the lights and the shadows, probably threw in an Instagram filter. If you go out with a girl on Tinder who looks cute in pictures, then it turns out she's built like a linebacker. So sure, you're enough of an asshole to judge somebody what they look, that's the whole point of Tinder, but you're not enough of an asshole to just leave and be like, peace out, big girl. So you sit down for an awkward gr- dinner and it's like, this girl's down to smash. Who cares if she can bench more than you? She's got a big butt and your other option is jerking off alone. So you do the deed, thinking you'll never see each other again, except for a couple late night booty calls because loneliness and horniness are a hell of a combination. What was I talking about again? Right, so Izanagi sees Izanami, is a gross zombie lady, she's pissed that her secret is revealed, he's terrified and just takes off running, determined to leave his dead wife in the underworld. Izanami is understandably upset, so she chases after him and sends demons to bring him back and keep him in Yomi. Izanagi runs out the entrance, moves a boulder to seal it off. Izanami's pissed and she screams from behind the boulder, vowing to kill a thousand living things every day. Izanagi's like, fine, I'll just make 1,500 living things a day, it'll all work out. Izanagi was so grossed out from his wife's rotting body that he performs a cleansing ritual on himself, Which is where the ritual cleansing of oneself before entering a Shinto shrine comes from. So I don't know, because everybody's washing off his gross wife. Anyway, while he's bathing, Izanagi gives birth to Amaterasu from his left eye, Tsukiyomi from his right eye, and Susanoo from his nose. They represent the sun, the moon, and the storms. They get into their own shenanigans worth an entirely separate podcast episode. So that's the story of Izanami and Izanagi. If you like the story, please like and subscribe. Let me know in the comments any story you'd like me to cover in future episodes. Peace out, big girl.